0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you why you can't stick to your diet. And no, it is not your fault. It is literally the easiest thing in the world to put the blame on yourself, right? Like, Everyone else can be consistent except for me. I'm just the self-sabotaging queen. And, you know... I know all the things of what to do. I'm just not doing it. So it's my fault. Maybe I just need more motivation. Maybe I just need to try harder. Maybe I need to go find my willpower and just do better tomorrow or, you know, restart on Monday. And then I promise, you know, I'll be able to stick to my diet. And I truly remember promising myself every single week that this was the week that I'm going to do better. This is the week that I was not going to binge. This is the week that I was finally going to be able to stick to the plan. And no matter how hard I tried, no matter how much motivation I had, I found myself spiraling out of control and always falling off track. Whether it was like Monday was a really awesome day. And then come Wednesday, I just kind of threw in the towel and binged after You know, eating something that I thought was bad. And I'm like, well, might as well just, you know, call it quits and, you know, I'll just restart the next week. Or it was like, I would do well for like one or two weeks. And then it's like, you know, somebody would invite me over for dinner. And then I'd be like, oh, see, I like ready, ruined my progress. I did so well for two weeks. And now I'm just like a failure and I just messed everything up, right? Like we were so in our heads and it's really easy to blame yourself. But the reality is, is if you are binging right now, you're overeating, you're turning to food every single night after dinner and you're eating in secret, you're thinking about food all day long. This is not your fault. This is really just a sign that what it is that you're doing is too rigid and honestly, that can be really hard to swallow, right? Like you can know that the things that you're doing is unrealistic, but it's one thing to change, and then it's another thing to change, right? Because maybe you have been on diets for 10 years, 20 years, your, your entire life. And it's like, well, I'm not gonna just stop dieting now. Like this is all I've known, right? I'm not gonna just release my food rules, like. Food rules my whole life, right? So right now, you probably know all the things of what to do, and maybe you even have this level of awareness of like, I know that restricting after a binge just leads into another binge, but I still find myself restricting, or I know that I shouldn't be giving into my binge urges, but I honestly just give in so quickly, and I don't even try to like utilize any tools because yeah, I just give in all the time or they're, they're too strong or I'm powerless over my urges. Right. Or it's like, I know that I shouldn't turn to food when I'm emotional or stressed, but I literally can't help it. Especially at the end of the day, I just need to chill the heck out and like kind of just have like, you know, the night to myself and just like reward myself for having a really hard day at work. Or I know that I shouldn't get into the all or nothing mentality and just start binging after having literally like the smallest piece of chocolate, but I just feel like I already messed up and I just keep telling myself that tomorrow is going to be better. Tomorrow is going to be better. Tomorrow is going to be better, right? So regardless of knowing all of the things of what to do right now, you might have a hard time implementing what you know. And I promise you, like, I promise you that this is not your fault. I literally used to be the same way. I used to call myself the queen of self-sabotage because that's how bad I used to self-sabotage. And not just with food, like in other areas of my life as well, too. And it wasn't until I learned how to get out of that all-or-nothing mentality and break free from these self-sabotaging cycles where i finally was consistent and didn't feel like i had to keep restarting my diet again on monday so I am going to be hosting a masterclass called Stop Self-Sabotage. And in this masterclass, I'm going to teach you how to become aware of the different ways that you are self-sabotaging yourself, even outside of your relationship with food, so you can break out of these patterns right away, how to be an action taker and effortlessly implement the tools that you know are going to change your life and help you stop binge eating and how to get out of that all-or-nothing mentality so you can move on with your day even after going out for lunch or eating something sweet that makes you feel guilty. I want you to imagine just being so consistent with your food and your habits and you feel in constant momentum and you don't let anything hold you back. So you can really say goodbye to self-sabotaging and hello to the version of you who is unstoppable and not only conquers binge eating, but really thrives in all areas of your life. So the masterclass will be happening on Thursday, June 22nd at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Attending live is not required. You will get instant and lifetime access to the replay. So if you are interested, be sure to check out the show notes down below. I would absolutely love to have you. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I just came back from a walk. I feel like every single time I come back from a walk, I just have all of these creative ideas flowing in my mind. And this is why I love moving my body. I literally went for a walk this morning with my husband. And then I just got back from another walk because walks just give me so much clarity and so much like creative ideas. So I want to talk to you guys today about why what it is that you're doing right now is not working. So right now, maybe you are binging and you're emotionally eating and you're overeating. You're feeling out of control with food and you know all the things of what to do, right? Like maybe you're trying to track calories and macros and every single time, like every single morning, you're like, this is the day I'm going to stay on track. Like this is the day that I'm going to stick to things. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to stick to the plan. I'm going to stick to my macros. And then at the end of the night, you find yourself going over your macros, binging in the evening, having the screw it mentality and just feeling like out of control and off track. Why does this actually happen? Have you considered, have you considered that the reason why you aren't able to stick to a certain plan is because what it is that you're doing is not in alignment with you. So what I mean by this, what I mean by this is so often we do things because everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is on a diet. Everyone else is doing intermittent fasting. Everyone else is tracking macros. It's summertime. Everyone else is, you know, wanting to lose 20 pounds and everyone else is doing this type of diet. So I have to do this diet. Back in 2018, everybody that I knew was tracking macros. Let me know if you are here. Were you tracking macros in 2019, 2018? I was tracking my macros in 2018 and I did for a long time and you know, I am a very disciplined person. Like I, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I've always loved working out, but when it came to tracking macros and sticking to a diet plan, I would never be able to stay on track. And a lot of the times it was like, if I knew, if I knew that I was eating something that had higher macros and I knew would not fit into my, my macros for the day, what I would do is I would be like, well, there's literally no point of tracking this, whether it was like a bowl of cereal or whether it was like dried mangoes. And I knew that that wouldn't fit my macros. I would literally halfway throughout the day, say, screw it, not even track that food item because I would go over anyways, and then not track the rest of the day. Can, can you guys relate? So this would happen. And I would always ask myself, like, everybody else is tracking macros. Like, why can they stick to it? But why can't I? Why, why do I do well for three or four days and then I binge? Like, what's wrong with me? I never asked myself. I never considered that maybe what it was that I was doing wasn't designed for my body. Instead, I put the blame on me. Lorna, what's wrong with you? Why can't you stick to it? Everybody else can. And like I said, in 2018, this is when so many people were tracking their macros. And I was following people on Instagram and they're like, yeah, you know, there's so much flexibility when it comes to tracking macros. You can eat whatever you want as long as it fits your macros, like so much flexibility. Right. And in my head, I'm like, there's, like there's flexibility, Lauren, I like you, you should be able to stick to it. Like, come on, this is not a diet, even though it was, but in my head, I was trying to like rationalize. I was trying to like convince myself, like, come on, it's flexible. Like, why can't you stick to it? And I never considered that I wasn't able to stick to it because it wasn't in alignment for me. So what I also mean by that as well too, is I knew this wasn't meant for my body. I knew that tracking macros made me more obsessed with food. It made me literally think about food from the time that I woke up until the time that I went to bed. It made me so much more anxious about food. It made me binge so much more because if I had something off limits or I spontaneously went out for dinner, I literally would be like, oh, well, guess I can't track my macros for the rest of the day. Well, I screwed up today, so I might as well come home after dinner and eating so much and just binge because today is already a write-off. I knew that macro tracking wasn't for me, but I kept pushing through. I kept pushing through. Like, maybe maybe tomorrow you'll be more motivated. Like, come on, maybe you can do this. And I kept trying to convince myself. But when you're trying to push yourself to do something that you know is not meant for you, it's not going to work. And so often people blame themselves, like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to it? But it might not be your fault, right? I knew macro tracking wasn't for me. I honestly got to a point where I was like, I have to eat intuitively. Like, this this is not meant for me. Like, I'm recognizing the negative effects that it's having on my mental health. I'm recognizing the negative impacts that it's having on just how I'm feeling about myself. Like, I always feel like a failure afterwards right? That I couldn't stick to it. And I recognize that when you're pushing through, you're pushing through and you're pushing through, it's not going to work. Another example is intermittent fasting. So after this whole macro thing, and I'm like, that's not for me. I'm like, Ooh, intermittent fasting. This is going to work so good because in the evenings, the evenings is always when I binge. The evenings is always when I binge. I can do well all day. No problem. I love eating healthy. I do good all day. And then come the evening, that's when I binge. So I heard about intermittent fasting and I'm like, ooh, all I need to do is literally just stop eating after 7 p.m. Like in my mind, I'm like, ooh, that's so easy. Meanwhile, not eating after 7 p.m. used to be like the hardest thing for me, right? So intermittent fasting, like just, you know, don't eat until a certain time. And then you have a cutoff time. I'm like, that's easy. That's not a diet. Like, come on, how hard can that be? But so often I would say like 90% of the time that I was trying to do this intermittent fasting, I would wake up starving. I would wake up so hungry. I would get up at 5.00 AM. And I was told don't eat until 11 o'clock. Cause that was like my eating window. Right. And everyone's like, everyone kept saying like, it's so easy in the mornings. Like I get so much done. I'm so productive. I, you know, I have so much mental focus. I can get so much work done. I don't have to think about what to eat for breakfast. And then it's like, I'm not even hungry. And they're making it seem so simple. And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like starving over here. And again, I'm like, Lorna, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you thinking about food all the time? why are you binging every single night after seven o'clock when you're not supposed to be eating after seven o'clock? Like what's wrong with you? And I never realized, like I blamed myself, but I recognized that intermittent fasting was not meant for me. Not only mentally, it was not meant for me, but I started having like some other health issues, like adrenal fatigue and all of those things. And My naturopath literally told me, like, you're doing more harm than good by intermittent fasting. Like, your adrenals are fried. Like, you should not be intermittent fasting. But so often we're like, got to push through, got to push through, got to push through. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to it? But if something is not in alignment for you and if it's not meant for your body, it's going to show you those signs. Your body is literally going to fight back. So if you are, you know, trying to track calories and macros and you're binging every other night, that is, that's literally your body telling you like, Hey, girlfriend, (laughs) like this is not meant for you. If you're doing intermittent fasting and you're telling yourself, don't eat, eat after seven o'clock and your nighttime binges are the worst. Like you're, when you feel the most out of control with food, it's in the evening. That's literally a sign that it's not meant for you but so often we don't consider this. Even another example, just outside of food. So I, in my business, I used to do, I used to do sales calls. Like if somebody was interested in my program, I would literally get on the phone with them, have like a 45 minute hour conversation, and then they can either join my program or not. And I did not like these calls. Like I did not want to do them whatsoever. Like I was like anxious. Like I just hated it. I did not like it, to be honest with you. And what ended up happening is my business, like the way that I felt in my business is not the way that I feel now. How I feel now is I don't do sales calls. If you're interested in my program, you literally just DM me and we have a conversation in the DMs and that's literally it. Why is my business growing every single month? Because I'm in alignment with it. It feels good for me. Why am I able to eat intuitively now and literally have zero binges, feel so free with food? Because I'm in alignment with what it is that I'm doing. I knew that the whole sales calls thing, like it wasn't for me, meant for me. So no wonder there wasn't much progress there. Now I'm doing something that feels in alignment for me and no wonder results are coming. Now there is a transition phase. So if you're tracking calories and macros and you're, you know, okay, that's not for me, but intuitive eating feels really scary. You're like, I can't trust myself. I can't keep trigger foods in the house. Um, Every time I try to eat intuitively, it's like a free for all. I feel even more out of control. If that is how you feel, you have to understand there is a transition phase. If you've been tracking calories and macros for, you know, eight months, a year, two years, 10 years. Of course, it's going to take time for your body to readjust to this new thing that you're doing. But most people are like, oh, no, this feels so scary. I have to go back to the old way of doing things, even though I was binging when I was tracking calories and macros, at least like it felt comfortable. But it's going to continue to not work because it's not meant for your body you know that you're meant to eat intuitively. And here you are trying to do something that's not in alignment, that doesn't feel good for you. It's not going to work. So you have to also be okay with this transition period, right? With anything in life, transitioning, you know, and doing different things, like it's going to take some time. But when you get there and you stick it through, And you do the thing that your body was meant to do where we're all born intuitive eaters. We were all born intuitive eaters. This is what your body's meant to do. It's so funny when people tell me, like, I can't eat intuitively. And I'm like, that's the way you're like, that's you're born an intuitive eater. It's because diet culture and all of these rules and all of these, you know, diet plans that you've been on that makes you believe that you can't eat intuitively, but it's actually the macro tracking that messed up what's going on up here. It's actually the macro tracking that messed up your hunger and fullness cues. It's actually the intermittent fasting that's causing you to binge in the evening. So we don't have this mindset or this perspective, which is really, really important to see. So If you are feeling out of control right now, please stop blaming yourself. Like stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Stop blaming yourself and really ask yourself, like, what am I doing? Am I tracking calories and macros? Is this something that I really want to do? Do I look forward to it every single day? Do I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? If not, then maybe it's time to reconsider what it is that you're doing, because it probably is not in alignment for you. And you probably know deep down that it's not meant for you. Another example I have a lot of people that message me, fitness coaches that message me, um, Octavia coaches that message me. and they're like, I know I need to improve my relationship with food. Like I know that this this diet plan or I know that macros like, isn't working, but I like I feel like a fraud because like I obviously need to have a business. like I need to, I need to work, like all of these things. But at the same time, like, I know I need to improve my relationship with food. And you feel like in this limbo land, like, what the heck do I do? Well, you might not be where you want to be, again, because you're not in alignment. You're not following your intuition. You're not following your heart when you know that you got to get better so that you can serve your clients better. When I was a health and fitness coach, right, and I was coaching my clients, I'm like, everybody needs to improve their relationship with food. But I was still binging at the time. so. For me, like of course again, my business was good, but it's not as good as it is today because when I'm in alignment and I healed my relationship with food, and now I'm helping my clients in the way that I know that I that they actually need help. I'm not like fitness coaching them because I knew that that's not what they needed. I'm here I healed myself I'm now helping my clients heal their relationship with food. I feel so in alignment. No wonder my business is growing every single day. No wonder I have the be- best relationship with food that I've ever had in my entire life because I trusted my intuition. I followed my heart. I knew what was meant for me, and I and I and I and I went with that. So really consider consider this: is what you're doing does it does it feel really good? And if you're binging, probably not probably not but it but it's not your fault it's not your fault so I hope this really helped put things into perspective and you can stop putting so much blame on yourself because it is not your fault for why you can't stick to it it's not your fault for why you can't stick to intermittent fasting you're probably your body wasn't meant to do that it's not your fault for why you can't stick to your macros your body wasn't meant to to track and weigh and measure and stress out about food and calories all day. So something to to really consider. Um, so that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. There is a better way you have to trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself, you have to start trusting yourself. Because I promise you, when you trust yourself, and you lean into the thing that you know, you're supposed to do, aka heal your relationship with food and eat intuitively everything is going to feel so much better. Relationships are going to get better. You're going to be happier. You're going to be so much healthier because this is what you're meant to do. This is truly what you're meant to do. So there is a better way. There is a better way. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So thank you guys so much for listening. You guys know, if you need any support with this, reach out, have an amazing, amazing, amazing rest of your day. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye.